0: Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by leading innovators to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of innovation consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. Now, before I get on to today's episode, I'm wondering, have you ever wondered what happens behind the scenes of one of my interviews? Hmm, Maybe you haven't. But anyway, on October 8, I'm going to be doing a live interview for How I Work in Melbourne with Australia's most fascinating, controversial and quirky consumer psychologist, Adam Ferrier. You might have seen Adam on Gruen or The Project talking about advertising and consumer behaviour. And Adam's also the co-founder of Thinkabell, an agency that fuses together marketing science with hardcore creativity and was awarded Agency of the Year in 2018. I've known Adam for over a decade, and I'm really looking forward to this chat because Adam's views are very contrarian. We are going to be covering things such as how Adam's built his own personal brand, which has done an amazing job of, how he's refined his own personal brand positioning, balancing work with fatherhood, where his best ideas come from, faking it till you make it, um, which is some good advice Adam gave me many, many years ago, and... Uh, many other topics. I'm going to be doing the interview at Inventium's Melbourne office, and I would love you to come along uh, to my chat with Adam Ferrier. So book today before it sells out. You can simply go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash how I work Adam. And I'll link to that URL in the show notes too. And if you do come along, make sure you come up and say hi. So back in April 2019, I attended TED 2019 in Vancouver and recorded a bunch of interviews with some very inspiring speakers and attendees while I was over there. Kevin Rose was one of those interviews. So Kevin founded the social news site Dig and was a general partner at Google Ventures where he invested in companies like Ripple, Blue Bottle, Medium and Nextdoor. Prior to that, Kevin began his investing career as an angel investor in some companies you might have heard of like Twitter, Facebook and Square. Kevin also hosts the podcast The Kevin Rose Show, where he dissects how high performers like Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss and Elon Musk have achieved such great performance. And I must say, it's an awesome podcast that he has. Now, this extract of my interview with Kevin starts off with me asking him about his approach to networking at conferences like TED, because I'd heard him describe himself in other interviews as socially awkward. So let's hear about how Kevin... uh, you know, really approaches events so that he can thrive even as a self-confessed socially awkward person.
1: Yeah, it's really difficult. You know, I was thinking about, um, I was actually thinking about this recently because I first attended um, back in 2008 was my first TED. And um, I basically just went to the talks and then went back to my hotel room and kind of just hung out, you know, because I didn't really want to, like, <laughs> yes. meet new people. It's, yeah, like, really, yeah. like, intimidating and yes. just walking. I was never one of those people just to walk up to someone and be like, hey, like, random person I don't know. <laughs> My name's Kevin. Nice to meet you. Let's talk. Like, yeah. I can't do that. I'm not – I'm horrible at icebreakers. I don't, like – I think they're so cheesy when you're like, how's the weather? It's crazy. It's raining, isn't it? Like, you know, it's like I just – I didn't really know um, what to do. So I still have a lot of hard – I have a pretty hard time with this type of stuff. So for me, it's like if I – it's much easier when you're with friends and you have like a buddy that is like someone that is – you can look to and say, okay, well, we're going to do this together. And you're both geeks and a little awkward, so you go into these parties and events together. So – I try and kind of like seek out those few people that I do know that have been before. I'm like, Hey, what are you doing tonight? Maybe we should meet up. And like, that just like makes things just so much easier. Um, I would always go a little bit late to parties because I find that once people have had like a drink in them, it makes them a lot more like just like laid back and easier to approach people and a lot more open to like meeting new people. And, um, and that also makes me drink one less drink. Cause I will always like trying not to like drink too much, you know, cause I obviously want to be up early the next day and really enjoy the talks and not be hung over or anything like that. So, um, I was just thinking about strategies of how I could delay having to have a drink and going and getting a bitters and soda at the bar is really key for that as well. Cause it looks like a drink and you can hold it in your hand and you can seem like you're social. I'm, I, I still have a couple of drinks, but I like to limit it to two, you know, because um, I am just like old now and like I get hung over. It's rolling the dice, anything past that.
0: <laughs> Particularly with two young kids. Yeah, especially you two young kids.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like that just makes it 10 times worse. So, um, yeah, I don't have a perfect answer for that. It's, it's really been challenging um, because I have been such a, a geek and it's weird because when I do podcasts, I feel like I can turn it on and just be like someone that is not myself it's me, but it's like an exaggerated over the top version. Cause I know that like, you know, you kind of have to perform and be loud for a microphone and get talk a little bit louder than you normally would and all those things. But it's still, um, it's still the challenge to break out of that shell. How, how do you yeah. do
0: it? Gosh, I, it's funny. It's almost like the different hats that I wear. I do a lot of keynote yeah. speaking and it's like, well, that's okay. Like I've, I've, kind of been given permission to talk so that's all right and and I found that like I was so shy in school but drama class gave me an outlet Mm. because I had that permission and I think that's the thing it's like I feel like socially awkward people don't feel like they've got permission to talk so I feel like if I've got permission like in the podcast for example we both got permission because we both host a podcast so that's actually a
1: great point
0: yeah I think that's what it's been for me yeah do you um do you have like go-to questions? Because I've heard that you, you're like, you're not into small talk, nor am I. It feels quite wasteful in terms of time. Um, like, do you have go-to strategies or questions that, that just to kind of cut to the chase when you're meeting someone for the first time?
1: Yeah, I try to find something that, um, is a, that is not small talk, but is also a mutual kind of interest, like something that's really kind of, I don't know, there's a bunch of wacky things that I'm into. And so, um, you know, when people say like, what have you been up to lately? Cause that's a common thing or what's, what's new. And I'll just say like, if someone were to say to me, um, what's new with this Ted, I would say, well, uh, just before I left, I finished, um, taking these logs that I found, um, or that I had, uh, cut down from this tree and I've been brushing them down so that I can inoculate them with mushroom spores because I want to grow some culinary mushrooms this spring. And so I'm trying to, I bought these uh, inoculated wood pegs that you drill into the logs and then you hammer them in with a hammer and then cover them with, with wax. And then I place them in the backyard underneath the trees and then over three or four months they will eventually grow lion's mane mushrooms. And so lion's mane are really good for cognition and it's just like something I'm really excited to get into. So this is my first time kind of inoculating these tree trunks with um, with spores.
0: They're the ones in Force Sigmatic, is that right? Force
1: Sigmatic definitely has a lion's mane. They have cordyceps for energy. They have a bunch of different types of uh, mushrooms, uh, these kind of medicinal mushrooms. So um, I don't know, that's something I'm kind of excited about. And typically someone will be like, whoa, like tell me more. Like I have this interest that's really wacky, you know. And so I I like getting to that because that's like, I don't know, it's just something that's different that is fun to talk about. Versus just being like, oh, it sucks the weather, you know, because it's supposed to rain the next few days. But, but like that type of stuff is just really boring to me. And I'd rather get into something a little bit more needy.
0: Yeah. So will you kind of consciously think about what are the interesting things that I've been doing that I yeah. can bring up? Well, so that just like themes,
1: Yeah, exactly. That and like themes I hear about the conference. Like I know a lot of people here um, are into this uh, psychedelic research that people have been talking about. And um, I know there's uh, some get-togethers for that. Um, and so, I don't know, that's something I, I would love to chat with people about or, you know, just things that I are themes of the conference or just something that, that is more than the casual, you know, list of five questions that people typically say at parties, you
0: know. Yes, yes. That's a great strategy. I like that. And kind of the, the pre-planning, I think, makes you feel more prepared when you're going into conversations where you just might get stuck or something yeah, I like mean, that.
1: I think that... For me, I tend to be like really into people that want to try weird things throughout their life and just like to explore. And like just before I came down here, I kid you not, this was like a half hour ago. I was talking to my wife and she was like, I'm like, have you ever heard of this, um, this uh, website called Blueprint? And she's like, no, I don't think so. Why? And I'm like, oh, I just bought it one of their kits. And she's like, well, what's the kit? I'm like, it's a knitting kit. And she goes, Nick, what do you, and I'm like, well, I just want to learn how to knit. Like I've never, I've never done knitting before. Like why not just learn how to do it? It's going to take me probably three or four days and I'll make a scarf or something. And I know that sounds completely weird, but like, I don't know. It's just something I've never learned how to do. Like why not try something new like that? I, I tend to do that at least four or five times a year. Just like pick something I've never done before. I took a sewing class a few times, tried that. Um, my dad was like this, too, though. Like, he was um into cross-stitch. He did that back in the day when he heard that this NFL player that he liked was into cross-stitch and did it for relaxation techniques. So my dad um, was like, oh, I'm going to try that. And I just remember him doing woodworking and, like, he was into fishing and all these different things where he would just try his hand at different things. And my mom was kind of like that, too. So I don't know. I, I feel like that was the I want to like meet people that are always exploring and are lifelong learners to me that's really like fascinating and so I try to throw those things out there like what are you into these days like what are you trying that's new and exciting and people typically have like a book to recommend or you know that's another great one I always like asking that question like what's like a book that you've read recently that I'm looking for a new book you know and like oftentimes I am because I tend to plow through audible books pretty fast and I'll say like What's something you've read in the last six months that you're really excited about or you could share with me? And and people typically have something they're pretty stoked on.
0: Hello, me again. I hope you found this chat useful. My chat with Kevin definitely made me rethink how I prepare for networking type events where I must say I feel deeply uncomfortable at these events. So now I've started preparing things that I can share with people like interesting stuff that I'm doing in my life. And I find that that helps me be a bit more confident. So that's it for today. If you like this excerpt, you might want to listen to my full chat with Kevin, which I'll link to in the show notes. And if you're enjoying how I work, I'd love it if you could take five seconds to leave a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this from. So leaving reviews actually makes it easier for other people to find this podcast. And thank you to all the wonderful people who've left five-star reviews and written some lovely words. It completely makes my day. So thank you and I'll see you next time.